arbitrarily, stories over 15,000 words in length were excluded from nomination and reserved for consideration in the volumes to come. Nominations remained open for more than a year, during which time a significant proportion of the membership suggested favorite stories, each writer giving no consideration to his own work. Eventually, 132 stories by 76 different writers found places on the final ballot. Then the members of SFWA were asked to choose 10 stories from this list. They were limited to the choice of one story by any author and were asked to keep historical perspective in mind. That is, it was hoped that they would distribute their votes in such a way as to give representation to each of the evolutionary stages of modern science fiction. The stories on the ballot had originally been published between 1929 and 1964. As editor of the book, I exercised certain limited prerogatives of selection after the counting of the votes. No editorial discretion whatever was invoked upon the 15 most popular stories as shown by the vote tally. Their inclusion in the book was regarded as obligatory. Those 15, in order of the number of votes they received, were 1. Nightfall, Isaac Asimov 2. A Martian Odyssey, Stanley G. Weinbaum 3. Flowers for Algernon, Daniel Keyes 4. Microcosmic God, Theodore Sturgeon. Tie, First Contact, Murray Leinster. 6. A Rose for Ecclesiastes, Roger Zelazny. 7. The Roads Must Roll, Robert A. Heinlein. Tie, Mimsy Were the Borogoves, Louis Paget. Tie, Coming Attraction, Fritz Leiber. Tie, the Cold Equations, Tom Godwin. 11. The Nine Billion Names of God, Arthur C. Clarke. 12. Surface Tension, James Blish. 13. The Weapon Shop, A. E. Van Vogt. Tie. Twilight, John W. Campbell. 15. Arena, Frederick Brown. Arthur C. Clarke's The Star would have been the 15th story on this list if it had not been disqualified by the presence of another Clarke story in 11th place. Clarke was the only writer to place two stories in the top 15, although both Robert A. Heinlein and Ray Bradbury had two stories in the top 20. Beyond the first 15, some selectivity had to be imposed to keep the book from growing to infinite length, as far as possible, I attempted to follow the dictates of the tallied vote, eliminating only those stories whose authors were represented by a story higher on the list. But there were some obvious injustices requiring remedies. One important and highly respected author had had four stories on the original ballot, including two from the same cycle. As a result of this competition with himself, no one of his stories finished within the top 20, although the aggregate of his vote placed him well up among the leaders. Eliminating a man whose career had been so distinguished from a book of this nature seemed improper, and so I gave preference to one of his four stories over that of another writer whose only nominated piece had finished slightly higher on the list. 
In this case, recognition of an entire body of work was deemed more important than recognition of a single story. In another instance, two of a writer's stories made the second fifteen one vote apart, but the story with the higher number of votes was not the story that the writer himself wished to see included in the book. I chose to regard the one-vote differential as statistically insignificant and reversed the order of finish of that writer's stories so that I might use the one that he, and I, regarded as superior. There were several other minor modifications of this sort, made necessary by considerations of length, balance, and overall career contributions. Strictly speaking, then, the table of contents of the present anthology does not reflect a rigid tally of the SFWA vote. Rather, it offers the 15 stories of the pre-1965 period that were selected as best by the SFWA